Hey, it's Tuesday, and welcome to the Fearless Five podcast. We are on season three. This is episode number 12. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about dealing with disappointment, which is so funny because it just became a theme (laughs) throughout my day, like even down to like uh, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's pretty much uh, more important than Jesus in these parts. most days. Um, He was talking about dealing with adversity yesterday. So that was interesting. Just, you know, pick a theme, you will find it, it will will stick out in your, your day. Um, Like, like pick a, pick a theme today if you're out and about um, that you want to see yellow cars, and then that's all you'll see. So yesterday, we talked about dealing with adversity. And that's like all I saw. So Today, what should we talk about? Well, you know, I, I ended the podcast yesterday. By the way, I'm Heather Larson, a certified uh, transformational life coach and Reiki master and um, person who pretty much stays home like everybody else right now. And so we've restarted the podcast. Um, whether I'm exhausted or not, we're just going to do it. Uh, I don't have a cool intro and outro right now, so we're just going to do it, you know, because the message around here is that action is better than inertia. <laughs> doing something at all in any way, shape, or form is still better than not doing it. So we're just doing it. Um, So yesterday at the end of the podcast, I mentioned that I was going to talk about the one page that I have to have in my new bullet journal. I bought a bullet journal. And so I guess we're, we're heading into me talking about planners today. I could feel it coming on. So... I think we can all agree, and it's a meme, and it's on the internet, and it's like a funny haha thing that somebody came up with and everybody ran with, so I don't know who to credit it to, but whoever you are, <clears throat> thank you for making this up, because you hit the zeitgeist. Uh, somebody said, you know, the most useful, useless pers- purchase I made for 2020 was a 2020 planner, and I can concur. <laughs> like, like, we're all there. So I've I've tried every planner, I think. I tried the... Law of Attraction Planner. I tried the Passion Planner. I did the Self Journal from Best Self Co., which I still love. Um, and you can get the discount code on my website too, because I've got a code with them, and the code is HeatLar. But anyway, you can get it at DestinyArchitecture.com. It is still my favorite planner. However, <laughs> given the way that 2020 is gone, I decided, you know what? I, I'm enjoying writing daily in a blank planner. And I mean, it's literally blank. It doesn't have dots. It doesn't have lines or anything. It's just blank pages, which is nice. It's nice to have a blank page, a fresh start, if you will. But I've enjoyed doing that. So I decided to buy a bullet journal, you know, the kind with the dots in it. And then you make bullet bullet journal stuff out of. I have a ton of bullet journal pins saved on my Pinterest, which you can find by searching for Destiny Architecture on Pinterest. Um, But yeah, so we're going to do the bullet journal thing, which means that you, you make your own planner. You make it whatever you want. You do a lot of bullet journaling it's a lot of self-reflection and introspection and I love that kind of stuff. So there's one page that I have to have (laughs) in my bullet journal. I can't even say bullet journal. Are we just so accustomed to violence in the United States anymore that I just can't even say the word bullet? Um, Anyway, that's like a sidetrack. I'm amusing myself today. I've had a lot of coffee. And so... The one page that I have to have is an idea that I'm stealing from Best Self Co. <laughs> from the Best Self, the Self Journal. 
The company is called Best Self Co. And the journal that I prefer is called the Self Journal. And they have way more products now because they've done really well and they, they provide a great planner, which is why they have so many additional products and success. But anyway, the thing that I love, and I don't have my last self journal from 2019 handy to, to look at, but I'll, I'll go off my memory. They have a weekly retrospective page. It's actually two pages. And you talk about what you learned over the last week, what you accomplished, um, who inspired you, stuff like that. So it's kind of like a weekly look back. And here's why I like that. It, it makes me self-reflect on a weekly basis. So it makes it a habit. And so, you know, maybe most of us go through our years not self-reflecting at all, but the self-journal makes you do it 52 times. <laughs> well, you buy like four of them a year. They go in 13-week increments. So as long as you're, you know, buying the journal and, and getting a fresh one every 13 weeks, you're doing this self self-introspective thing. I can't talk today. I can't believe I have a podcast. You're doing it 52 times a year, at least when you're doing it weekly, which I think is a good weekly habit to do um, because it made me learn that I wasn't making progress when I first started using the self-journal. I realized, and this is true for me, I'm not saying this is true for anybody else, I realized that when I was using the self-journal that the things I was writing down and doing and putting on my to-do list um, didn't really add up to much. Because at the end of the week, I would reflect and go, oh my God, I was busy doing all this shit. (laughs) I accomplished like nothing. I wasn't looking for inspiration. I wasn't learning. I wasn't accomplishing things. I was just, it was like an endless to-do list was getting done, but my life wasn't advancing. So the self-journal helped me to see that. So that is the one page that I'm going to replicate putting in my bullet journal. Um, and maybe I'll go back to the self-journal when we're back to life. Maybe I won't. I, I've heard people get obsessed with their bullet journals. If I say it slow, I can say it. Um, so I'm just I'm going to see what happens. I haven't put a single thing in the bullet journal yet. I'm still using up an old uh, itty-bitty blank notebook that I got in a set at Michael's at some point. I love Michael's. Oh, my God. I could talk for hours and weeks and days about Michael's. Um, but yeah, you can make your own planner. And I, and then initially when I got into buying all these different journals and planner things, I could not imagine buying a planner that wasn't predated. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I have to write in the dates and the months and everything myself. That's horrible. So before um, I went into my blank journal that I currently have, I had bought at Michael's a planner last year that I thought would be more cost effective. Because remember, I was very poor in 2019. I bought one of those little binder planners that you buy the paper refills for and they're very generic and you buy them at Michael's and and you can jazz them up all you want and spend as much as you want or as little as you want. And I decided to go with the little and I had like a prayer thing and a gratitude thing and, and uh, monthlies and weeklies and dailies and lists and, you know, graph paper and like the whole, the whole deal. And then I realized this year that I was just, again, 2020, we're not going anywhere. Nothing's scheduled. There's no events. You can't meet up with people. Um, like, what are you going to put on your schedule that you're going to miss? Everything is literally a Zoom meeting, which you can do from anywhere. So <laughs> I decided that I would just kind of keep track of ideas and 
all kinds of things. Like I did this, I want to do this. And, and it started to feel kind of productive to just have a notebook. So I'm essentially creating just a notebook. And uh, the other thing I adopted this year that is cool that I probably could use a lot more is an app called the Notion app. And to me, it replaces the old Asana app, which like became this huge bloated uh, thing that I, I did back when I was running You Deserve Reiki, which I'm not anymore. I kind of sucked that up with the, my, my destiny architecture, my coaching, and just rolled the Reiki business into the coaching business and 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 everything's under destiny architecture now. Um, so I don't, I just, I could have blown up everything in Asana, but I decided to try something new because I'm always trying something new. So Notion is pretty cool. I don't know how user-friendly I really think it is, but it, it, it's helping me organize things into here's, what I need to do, and here's what's in progress, etc. Um, so the task list is, is pretty cool, you know, and that works on my MacBook, on my iPhone, and if you have an iPad, it'll work on that too. So, you know, I'm pretty much a Mac person because I don't like wasting my time on viruses and stuff. That was why I became a Mac person like 16 years ago. So not to go off on a tangent, but the point is to figure out how you behave and what suits your habits and your lifestyle. And, you know, a simple little bullet journal looks like, you know, it would be easy to carry around in a good year when we're going places. You know, I'm at home. So having a giant, you know, uh, binder size planner would be cool because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but um, last year when I had 300 jobs and was driving all over the place six days a week and, you know, like having the compact self journal was really a good thing. And it kept me organized between social work and my own projects and radio and then not having social work anymore and having more of my own projects freelance and, you know, having due dates and deadlines like that really helped. Um, I like to put paper to pen. It has a natural and organic feeling that takes me back to the 1990s, and I enjoy that. <laughs> and besides, pens and planners and markers and stencils and stickers are freaking cool. So you can make whatever you want with your planners. And, you know, I still like to make that list at the end of the month of what I want to do or accomplish or have or be in the next month. And I probably should look at the one I did for August and see if I accomplished anything on it. Um, Cause that would be cool. Where did I write that down? I wrote that down in my binder planner, I think, which was a sunny yellow and shows you how much optimism I had at the end of last year when I bought it for myself. And as we all know, that optimism <laughs> was, was crushed, crushed by the weight of the pandemic. And uh, so <laughs> I'm going to start to laugh about it now because um, yeah, it sucks. So there's my hot tip for the day. Make a weekly self-reflective page and then take the time every week. I don't care if you do it on a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Just take that time to reflect and see if you're making progress. Nobody's going to do it for you. You know, Wouldn't it be great if there was an app that could tell you if you're making progress in your life or not? Maybe there is. Maybe I'm just such a noob, I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. Um, so I, I think self-reflection time to evaluate your progress is great. You know, don't wait for a client to do it. Don't wait for an employer to do it. Don't wait for anybody else to do it. You are the architect of your own destiny. 
you have to do it. You have to self-reflect. You have to self-evaluate. Because then, like me, you can go, oh my God, like I'm sucking wind. Here's why. I'm just keeping myself busy with busy tasks, as I was, and I'm not making progress. And this week, it's Tuesday, and I'm making like no progress because my sleep has been horrible for the last two nights. I keep waking up too early and then having trouble getting back to sleep. And then I sleep until like 9 or 10 in the morning. It's stupid. I hate that because I have things I need to do. Like I need to go, um, uh, I need to run an errand. Anyway, unsavory stuff, unproductive stuff, but I'm still here doing the podcast every day and it's way too long. It's way more than a fearless five minutes. So we'll move on to the next subject now. Uh, just some things that maybe it's not a full, <laughs> it's not a full podcast, but it's just something I wanted to mention. I have like a whole list of things that I wanted to talk about this week. So I'm just going to go down it. Um, we don't have to live our best life right now as one idea that I wanted to share. I know, right? What life coach, <laughs> what what coach or consultant isn't telling you to live your best life? Because um, we all know we're not living our best life right now. We're living our home life right now. I'm still blessed to leave the house five days a week, but there's times when I don't want to. I'm going to be really honest. But, you know, we don't have to live our best life right now. I know a lot of people are struggling. Um, It's so hard. It's so mentally and emotionally hard right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're one of the lucky ones. And I consider myself one of the lucky ones. I don't care if you're one of the people who don't know where you're going to live two weeks from now. Like, I, I don't I don't know, um, you know, the breadth and depth of who's listening and what you're going through. So I'm trying to speak to the fact that we're all going through something. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, live your best life. Uh, you know, with that lilting tone or uh, everything's amazing. And da, 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 da. I'm not going to do the spiritual bypassing. I'm not going to hit you with the toxic positivity. I just want to remind you that you do, do not have to live your best life. You do not have to live your Instagram life um, during a pandemic. You know, I'm your anti-positivity, anti-best life in 2020 life coach. Like I am the bad guy. I am <laughs> at least authentic uh, and honest. You know, that that's the thing is we don't have to do the best of anything or have the best of anything right now. We don't have to make progress. Uh, I know in the beginning of the pandemic, and I talked about this on earlier podcasts, and I'm just going to bring it up again. When we first started all staying at home and we didn't know what was ahead, it was going to be a long year, right? There was a lot of stuff that I saw on social media saying, well, you know, there's no excuse for not being productive right now. You're at home, da, 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 da. You're just, you're just at home. You don't have to go to work, da, 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 Everything's closed down. There's no excuse for not like learning a language or painting a masterpiece and like, like all oh, this like, crazy, weird, uh, maybe it's an American thing. Maybe it's a Western country thing. I don't know. But this like constant having to be the best and being competitive and you know you you will make the most of this time at home and you will accomplish and you will you will succeed like that's not what this time is about i think we're all just trying to survive be safe keep our loved ones safe we don't have to you know we don't have to do this whole crazy thing okay <laughs> we don't we don't have to accomplish and succeed right now like there's a lot i, I I do get a lot done. I will, I will say that because I think I would go crazy if I didn't at least like work on the website, do the podcast, do some yoga, whatever, cook meals here at home, which is pretty much getting boring. I'm going to be honest, but 
you know, we don't have to have all this crazy accomplishment. We don't have to feel pressure right now to perform. We don't have to be pressured to succeed, create whatever. Like if you even shower twice a week, you're probably doing the best right now. I'm probably doing the most. Um, (laughs) I know people who don't shower right now. They work from home and they shower like once a week to go in the office and that's it. And that's crazy to me, but that's what we're, that's what we've come down to. And we've all, we're all dealing with the thing that's happening. We're dealing with the thing in different ways. We're each, you know, we're unique and special in that one way is we all respond differently to stress. And, you know, I complained a lot yesterday to my coworkers. <laughs> like, I don't see anybody taking a leadership role in this, this state, in our city, in this country. Like, nobody has a plan. There's not enough testing. Um, we're just wearing masks and nothing's changing. And I'm a believer in masks. If you've ever followed my Twitter, you realize that like I have hammered the point about masks. I wore masks when it wasn't cool, before it was cool. Now everybody's wearing the freaking mask because you have to. There's like designer masks. Um, I don't have enough clean masks that don't bother me and give me tension headaches. I'll put it that way. But like... Nobody's taken a leadership role to fix this thing here. And there's a lot of countries that did and they're rebounding and (laughs) feel really, really left out from that. Um, Well, much of the world probably should uh, because it's not most of the world. Uh, Most, you know, here in America and, you know, some of these European countries now we're having this horrible wave right now of cases of coronavirus and nobody's got a plan. There's no leadership. I don't see it happening on a local, state, national, international level. Um, it's it's a hot mess. And I don't know. I'm, I went off on this tangent about this, but, you know, it's sometimes I just got to vent and move on because I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one who spearheads testing and a way to get it done. And I'm not going to be heading, heading up FEMA. And I, and I have no business being a politician because... God, it looks just like an absolutely ridiculous world of politics to, to be in. Like, just nothing's working. <laughs> nothing's saving lives. Like, it's horrible. Um, but that's how I deal with things. I tend to, like, analyze. And then I, I bitch and I vent. And everybody's like, man, she's crazy. Where does she get these ideas from? <laughs> it's because I'm really analytical. Um, so, Yeah. Um, that's how I cope though. I just have to spew my, my verbal vomit and my anger and then I'm cool. <laughs> Move on. And, you know, cause I think as I was saying yesterday, you know, if I can't change it, I, I shouldn't care about it. Like I'm going to have to just accept it and let it go. You know, it doesn't mean that I don't feel something about it. It doesn't mean that I don't have a, a thought or an opinion about it. It just means at some point I go, you know what? I'm not going to waste my energy on this. Because is this what I'm going to put in my planner at the end of the week? Oh, bringing it home, bringing it right back. What's going in my planner at the end of this week? I've been lazy for two days because my sleep has sucked. I've really accomplished very much nothing. My Instagram is reopened, or I'm alive again on Instagram. Instagram killed me off a couple weeks ago, and they brought me back to life because I kept bothering them finally to bring me back to life. Like I sent in my ID to you to show you that I was holding my ID. Um, the shit authenticated, like, what kind of a scam are you running here? What did I fall for? I sent in my ID to a complete stranger just so I could get my Instagram reopened so that I could post on it that I'm not dead and this, you know, social media sucks and I'm not coming back. 
So <laughs> I did what I could to change the situation. It's changed. I now hate Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, and WhatsApp, and I no longer wish to use those things um, because of the way they treated me, because they can kill off your profile, which is your public reputation, in a minute, or in a millisecond, they can kill off your profile, and you have no recourse to bring it back. Um, so I brought it back, said my piece, cleared my, cleared my name on Instagram, and I'm done. And that may be the only thing I accomplished this week, which felt like work. Um, and I thought social media was supposed to be this fun thing where we connected with people. It's not fun and it's not connecting me <laughs> with people any more than anything else in the real world is. So, you know, that's my accomplishment this for this far on a Tuesday. Um, the podcast goes on. That's an accomplishment, but I literally haven't opened my laptop since last week. So there's not a lot of accomplishing going on here. I did do yoga. Um, so yeah, if I had to do my weekend review right now, it, it's, it's not horrible. It's, it's not where I want it to be. Um, but again, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Where do I want it to be? What is reasonable to expect of myself right now? You know, I'm not living my best life. <laughs> you can't even see my face. I'm not even buying lipstick. I'm not even putting it on anymore. Like how, how can I live my best life without wearing lipstick? You know what I mean? Like if I can't put on red lipstick, how is this my best life? Um, I miss a lot of things. I miss hanging out with friends and, 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 you know, whatever, um, so it's really, for me, this is a very self-focused, very introverted time of self-reflection. So again, The Fearless Five, way too long of a podcast. It was supposed to be a five-minute podcast. I thought that I could come up with five minutes a day and that that would be work when I dreamed up this podcast. And uh, yeah, it's always more than five minutes. And that's the running joke with it. And if that's what it is... <laughs> until the end of time. That's what it is. Um, so yeah, tomorrow we'll talk about, I'm just going down the list here. Got a long list, folks. Um, we're talking about dealing with the depression issue during the pandemic. Um, because I'm seeing so many people dealing with it. Last week, I may have been dealing with it a little bit. I just, or, or I just had a touch of something, um, allergies and between allergies and maybe wearing a mask at work all the time and out in public. Like I, I just, my ass was kicked last week. So it's like, is it physical depression, mental depression? I don't know. We'll get into that tomorrow. This is already like 23 something minutes long. Um, so if you want to learn more about the bullet journaling, go to the destiny architecture Pinterest and check that out. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's hard to explain auditorily. It needs pictures. Um, and if you want to learn more about the self-journal and maybe buy one, just use my discount. That's on the, is it on the, what page is it on? It's on the website, destinyarchitecture.com. It's probably on the free stuff page or the discounts page. I don't know. It's something like that. Again, I haven't opened my laptop for days and I'm not mad, um, which means, yeah, if you go to the website, I'll be catching up, posting these podcasts and various blogs and stuff. So bear with me on that. I'm, I'm getting off the social media habit and habit, habit, blah, blah. getting out of, I, I've, I've posted a lot about my business on social media and I don't desire to put all my eggs in the social media basket in order to find new destiny architects or just communicate with you guys. And I'm, I'm even having doubts about Patreon at this point 
because I don't own it and I can't control it and anything I can't own or control, I probably shouldn't put my time or energy in. Like I, I can control and own my own website. I can back it up. Um, I can do that. Um, so I don't know if we, we shift that way and just kill the Patreon, just kill all these things that I do or have been doing because I just, I don't want to go through the experience of with like Patreon of, and some of you may listening may not even know what Patreon is, but I love Patreon. I love being a patron of others. And so I wanted to start a destiny architecture community on there. Um, so if it strikes your fancy, join up. And if, if not, let me know and I'll, I'll find another way to create a, a community. Maybe I'll just do a discord. I don't know, but I don't own, own a discord either. So, um, yeah, maybe there's a lot more that I need to think about because I just, I'm broadsided over the last couple of weeks about, um, how much time and effort and energy I've put into social media over the years to no avail. I can just be taken away in a heartbeat. Um, they Instagram claimed I didn't say this part earlier. I should have, um, but it's on my Instagram, which is now uh, alive again. But um, Instagram has merely copied and pasted their responses to me. They've not answered my questions. They just said it's a mistake. We made a mistake, and uh, to me, that's not good enough. Like you need to tell me more. What do you mean you made a mistake? Did somebody who doesn't like me or is upset with me, um, or who wants to mess with journalists, did they report me dead? Did they report me dead with a fake death certificate? Like, you know, is it that serious or is it just, you know, maybe some other Heather Larson died and her family tried to memorialize her Instagram and they did it to mine instead because they can't keep shit straight because there's this giant corporation that doesn't care about users because there's so many of us and we don't pay them and fine, whatever. Um, but like, I have questions. <laughs> I'm not getting them answered. So we're done. Instagram, etc., Facebook. Um, I still have a Facebook account. I'm going to be honest. I haven't logged onto it in over a week and I might not. I deleted it from my phone and this has led me to learn how much I have the urge to just like take a picture of something and post it. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that urge is. Um, so yeah, I'm learning a lot here about some human anthropology of like, why do we want to share random pictures of our food? Because I came up with a new breakfast and I wanted to post it online. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to post on Instagram or Facebook. I don't want, I don't want to be involved with these apps and these companies anymore. They're horrible. And, you know, not to mention, not to mention Facebook does not care about hate speech. Facebook just now started trying to deal with conspiracy theorists like last week. That's not cool. You know, where, where have you been? Um, Twitter has finally started dealing with some of the hate speech and harassment, but Facebook doesn't. I have reported Facebook many, many times to no avail, um, to just outright racist, you know, hate speech. And, and so I'm just kind of done with these platforms. So again, I've said it before, I'm all about doing what works. Social media is not working for me. So I don't know that Patreon fits under the umbrella of social media. Um, I'm sure I could, what Patreon is, is a membership site and you, you pay a creator like me for this, you know, service or art or creation we provide. And you know, I could probably create that on destinyarchitecture.com. There's probably, you know, something I have to learn in order to do it. I don't think I have to learn to code, but, you know, I probably have to put forth some effort. Um, just to create, like, a safe place for us to interact 
where, you know, it's, it's not, not a Facebook or Instagram kind of thing. Like I, I really want to create an online community. Um, I just don't know how to do it and, and figure out, you know, how to, how to create a great space for destiny architects, um, where we can safely securely interact, not be harassed, not be spammed, not be shut down, et cetera, et cetera. So just kicking that idea around. This podcast is even way longer than it was five minutes ago when I said it was way too long. So <laughs> thank you for joining me on the Fearless 5, a.k.a. Fearless 25 or 28 now. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.